This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. This is Vince McMahon, the World Wrestling Federation. I've always made it a point to refrain from personal commentary during WWF programming, but please permit me this one exception. As many of you know, several years ago, the World Wrestling Federation and I came under a vicious attack by the tabloid media, led by one Phil Mushnick of the New York Post. It's been the equivalent, in my view, of journalistic stalking. As we found out, these stalkers apparently are not interested in the truth, as they have been heard to say in the tabloid newsroom, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Mr. Mushnick attempted to give credibility to this type of tabloid investigation by telling his readers the feds don't waste money on witch hunts. Now, most people, myself included, naively believe that government prosecutors and their investigators are the good guys. Unfortunately, I found this to not always hold true. I was constantly amazed at the utter lack of ethics of some of the good guys involved in my case, all of whom had demonstrable ties to Mr. Phil Mushnick. I watched the good guys lie to the media, lie to the judge, lie to the jury. I watched the good guys get caught because they tried to pressure my alleged co-conspirator into changing his prior sworn testimony. I watched as the good guys were forced to admit they had destroyed evidence. And I saw the ultimate impact of the truth when the jury acquitted me and the World Wrestling Federation without us even having to put on a defense or call even one witness. Howdy cowboys and cowgirls, welcome to another special episode of the Anxious Millennial Cowboy Show where we talk about one of the more controversial, sensational moments that seem to have been completely forgotten from the annals of wrestling history. So let's start by laying the groundwork for what's to come. During the 1980s, steroids were pretty much an open secret in wrestling. So much so that using or possessing anabolic steroids was as legal as taking an aspirin. They were pretty much everywhere. And WWE's chief provider of them was Pennsylvanian doctor George Zahorian, who worked as a ringside doctor for the company during that period. Vince McMahon was accused of helping facilitate these sales from Dr. Zahorian to his wrestlers. The use of anabolic steroids and human growth hormones were endemic to the WWF of this era. In an attempt to create and sustain a larger-than-life appearance of its superstars. Steroids, however, became a controlled substance in the United States for the very first time in 1990, with the regulations being tightened, thus affecting the wrestling business. The link to WWF and its wrestlers was established when Zahorian himself landed in jail after he sold $650 worth of drugs to an ex-powerlifter named William Dunn, a confidential informant who had been cooperating with federal investigators following his own arrest on prescription fraud. Caught on tape, bragging that he was giving Dunn better prices than the wrestlers, Zahorian was indicted in 1991. When investigators kicked open his office door, Zahorian was found jamming invoices and shipping records into a paper shredder. Convicted 
on 15 charges of trafficking drugs the time had come for zehorian to cooperate the wwf had been unable to keep four of their wrestlers from testifying at zehorian's trial the federal government in addition to those same four had subpoenaed hulk hogan to testify as to his receipt of the steroids establishing a venue is quite critical in cases like these and such was the case here as well zehorian was selling his drugs in pennsylvania where wwe's tv tapings were primarily based out of during this point in time but as the hearing took place in the eastern district of new york prosecutors had to prove that certain transactions took place in that eastern district mcmahon's old secretary ashley feinberg was brought in to establish this and she spoke of hulk hogan receiving a delivery of steroids either at nassau coliseum or the madison square garden both of which fell in new york however when they ran the dates it was found out that hogan was not even in the country on the dates specified what was even more potentially damaging was the testimony of former wwe booker anita scales who after warning wwe executives pat patterson and linda mcmahon of zehorian's drug sales was told to continue booking the doctor for pennsylvania shows so that in patterson's words the wrestlers could get their candy while the circumstantial evidence for a criminal conspiracy loomed large the case rather quickly fell off the rails as the two biggest charges levied against mcmahon were dismissed on the back of some sloppy procedural errors hulk hogan was the biggest and most critical witness in all of this with his testimony drawing the most press to the trial but he stated that he had only used steroids under his own prescription for medical purposes hogan said nothing that could be used to implicate mcmahon only one wrestler kevin nails backalls testified that mcmahon personally pressured him to use steroids however in the absence of any corroborating evidence he was painted as a disgruntled revenge seeker by mcmahon's attorney jerry mcdevitt on the remaining count sent to the jury mcmahon was acquitted thus relieving him of all charges however the story doesn't quite end here because what makes this story even better is a very good twist during linda mcmahon's 2010 us senate campaign the steroid trial came under renewed scrutiny and a shocking revelation in 1989 wwf attorney jack krill seemed to have been tipped off when unnamed state official that zahorian was under federal investigation for drug trafficking prompting a memo from Vince McMahon's wife Linda McMahon to her fellow executives demanding that Zahorian never works in the WWF again and to cue him on any action that the Department of Justice might take against him it's quite easy to add 2 plus 2 here to understand what exactly happened Zahorian was tipped off and coincidentally any records which may or may not have existed corroborating the federal government's case against Vince McMahon never came to light
that's all she wrote for this week's episode folks goodbye good night and stay safe in case you wish to send in your feedback about the podcast you can reach out to me at ishankakkar07 on instagram or at ikakkar on twitter next week on the anxious millennial cowboy show we talk about the not so ethical treatment of its wrestlers by the wwe